Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Donna and Steve Extravaganza Woo! on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve is out. He'll call tomorrow at about 9.30. Matt Belanger is in. Good morning. Fresh off five eyewitness news. Yes. Good morning. Friday Eve, folks. Oh, I like your too. Yeah, we try to stay positive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Thursdays are good. I like Thursdays yeah. most of the time. Or Thursday. Are we doing that? No. I'm okay. Dawn is here as well. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. Um, okay, tell us about... Oh, real quick, Dawn yeah. was telling a story in the Dirt Alert about flight attendants and how uh, Kaylee Cuoco thinks that they should be tipped. And yeah. I said, you know, I've tried before and they won't accept it. So here's what I did. And this is written about, too. It's kind of, uh, you know, traveler advice on some websites or whatever. It's And it only really works if you're going on a long, long, long journey, like an international flight. Okay. So um, I was very excited to go overseas. And I, I went to London and did Paris and Amsterdam and came back. It was like wow. a bunch of years ago. It was a great, okay. great trip. Um, and I um, brought a box of chocolate. Oh, I feel like you've told me this story yes, before. Yes, yes. And, uh, okay. and, and I gave it to the purser. On board, like, you know, you're getting on, you're putting your bag. She, she says, hi, and here I am for your flight and all this. And, yeah. And I gave her that. And you would have thought, I mean, it was, it was, she was just, people do it, but I think she was really happy and she took it and everyone, all the other flight attendants started smiling at me. And then, Aww. um, and when I woke up, I, um, I had a bottle of champagne with a with a face mask oh, tied on it in the shape of a bow sweet. as a little thank you. That's but really nice. It was a really nice. Yeah, it was sweet. just a nice, you know, because gosh, it was such a, a a rare opportunity to have that kind of a trip and to go on that kind of a journey. Yeah, and, oh, and that's really she sweet made of you. it special. They could have just taken it and been like, yeah, here you want a refill, but um, she did respond in a really sweet. great way. Yeah. You know, I th- they get so excited just. To accept a magazine from you. Well, yeah, like, they'll be like, "Are you going? Are you done with those? Oh, we're going to take these up front because they sit in that you know chair up there, you yeah. know, or in the back all and, day, yeah, yeah, and just talking and you know they're like, oh, I would love that Entertainment Weekly. And let's be honest, they get excited if you're just like a decent human these days. Like, so don't true. throw a fit like a toddler, and they're 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 happy. I cannot believe yeah. how many stories. I see about people like acting like you know what mm-hmm. starts with an A um, <laughs> on flights. I know. 
Don't do it, Like people. fight punching and... Oh, I witnessed a lady on the way back. Oh, what happened? Uh, well, to make a long story short, she wanted coffee. It's like she thought this lady was just there to serve her. This is in coach, by the way. Yeah. She asked it for coffee. The drink service is over, but they made her a fresh pot of coffee. Um, it wasn't hot enough. She called her back. Oh, come on. Um, then they... She was rude, and she was like almost right in front of me, and then they had to get... The, that flight attendant was like... Her face changed to like, I am going to kill her. So they sent two others. One of them I called Frau because she was the older, meaner one. (laughs) And then they gave her, they're like, here's your coffee, ma'am. And she's like, it's not hot enough. And the Frau goes, it's as hot as it can get. We just brewed it. Period. Wow. Thank and you. then they, she demanded they add the cream. She was upset about that it wasn't real cream. They're like, well, this is from Ireland, and it might not be the cream that you think. It tastes different. And she's like, no. And then by the, the end of what? it, after the third cup of coffee, she said, I don't want it. Oh, come on. See, that's that's. Like, that's is awful. it so hard just to be a decent human? Off the she charts. was. We were all like. I can't believe it. Uh, I, and I'm the person who won't say anything. There, one time they skipped over my row for drink service, Aww. and I just really wanted water. And they, you know, it was an oversight, but it was just my row. Yeah, they and just, they, they and I was it. like, oh, do I ask? And I'm like, no, just suck it up. Be Minnesotan. Yeah. <laughs> We're still gonna make it. That would so, be that would be my comeback. You know, if some if I was a flight attendant and if somebody was giving me a hard time like coffee lady, I'd be like, Look, lady, we're getting you to your destination safely. What more do you want? Exactly. Like, come on. I could see you as a flight attendant, actually. I thought about it actually. Oh my gosh, you could walk on an airplane oh, today. The air the that center aisle is my runway. <laughs> anyway. Um and it, and you know what's funny we have this conversation it's just kind of cropping up impromptu but so many people are flying today because it's MEA break mm-hmm. and so like all yeah. kinds of people are driving to the airport like right now to you know the yeah, security lines just really started long. on Wednesday yesterday yeah. right and yeah. we had a live camera by the way out at the airport this morning and the security line was like epic so if you are going go early allow time you don't want to be like doing the whole McAllisters running through the airport yes. home alone thing at all nope um, I'm going to warn you guys right now. I'm going to be a little off today. I'm probably going to stumble over my words. I have essentially been up almost all night. Oh. And every, every time I would start to fall asleep, the whining would start again um, with Buddy. And I don't know if it's a reaction to his medication or if he's uncomfortable. But I had to keep get, I slept on an air mattress. Oh, baby. So that I could be closer to him, you know, and... He may have taken advantage of that. I can't say for sure. But almost every hour he had to go out to go potty. Oh, God. So it it was like having a puppy, you know? Yeah. So um, then I'm so tired that I pulled into a spot in the parking lot. Just just now? I mean, this Uh morning? Oh, yeah. And? I thought I put the car in park. (gasps) Apparently I didn't. So I rolled right into the guardrail. Um, and I was like, what the heck? And then I realized, wow, you didn't even put the car in park. Uh, I just rolled into this. I don't know. Uh, I looked at it. It looked fine. I'm like, well, maybe I'm getting a new car more earlier than I had planned. (laughs) Oh no. So anyway, it's that kind of day. I don't know. I thought about calling and I'm like, no, no, Steve's not here. That's, I'm not going to do that to people. I've got neighbors checking on my buddy. Okay. So it's all good. It is uh, the start of Twin Cities Film Festival. <laughs> on, on a, a happy lighter note, note yes. yeah, you guys, today's the day. We're excited. So the, many films. 
so many, like more than 140 films. Wow. Uh, and they are kind of a hybrid, both in person and online. And this goes on till the 29th. Mm-hmm. So take advantage of it. This year's Code Red series is going to focus on climate change and the, you know, the small actions we can take together to make a big impact. I really want to see that one about surfers on Lake Superior. Yes. It looks so good. You know, and actually, there are a lot of these that have a Twin Cities or a Minnesota connection. What yes. Is it, uh, what is it? Like a, a third of them, in fact, That's we reported amazing. this morning. Minnesota Connections. Yeah, Freshwater's the surfing one. Yes, I really mm-hmm. want to see that. I want to see. Uh, by a oh, Golden Valley couple co-directed that. Excellent. The Freshwater one, yeah. Then there's Till. I want to see that. I believe that screening is today mm-hmm. at uh, West End. And then there was, of course, I want to see whatever our director has uh has out oh, who helped you with uh, the yes. project down and dirty yeah. yes above, uh, above the line entertainment yeah. yeah so lots of good stuff you guys take advantage yeah tills tonight at seven thirty. Mm-hmm. if you're interested and fresh water is going to be saturday afternoon great so, yeah. and then i know that Tan- the return of tanya tucker which looks really good with brandy carlisle yeah. that is on sunday and the in-person stuff's the, at the showplace icon there in st louis park exactly so take advantage of it you guys this is so cool that we have this right in our own backyard yeah, and so. we're of course proud media partners yeah uh, TwinCitiesFilmFest.org if you want to see all the lineup and more information, ticket prices and all that. Okay, when we come back, we've got some random fun facts. Um, let's see. Um, Maddie B is going to tell us about something that is very contagious. Yes. But you're going to be happy to catch it. Yeah, we're not talking COVID or That anything. on the way. And then <laughs> I'm going to tell you where the term left wing and right wing originated. That huh. all coming up next on My Talk 1071. Hey, good morning. Welcome back, you guys. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve is out. Matt Belanger is in. Hello. And we got some random fundos. So listen to this. Okay. Okay. Um, smiles are just as contagious as, like, yawns and laughter. Absolutely. And if you smile, on average, you send it to three people. Not just the person you're looking at and smiling at, but, like, other people notice that y'all are smiling, and then they smile, too. You ever make eye contact with someone just randomly, and they just smile? And then you smile, and you're like, oh, that was a nice... All the time. I try to do that. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Like, when I go for my morning walks, you know, and people have their earbuds in, I just smile, you know, like, hi. Or if you're in the grocery store, and I don't know, it just, it really is contagious. And it has an impact. So, um, a couple quick stats here on how it can really brighten someone's day. So, as you're going out and about today... Show off those pearly whites. 75% of people say a nice smile from someone can lift their spirits. Three out of four. 75%. Yeah. 36% say it makes them want to do something nice for someone else. Aw. I know. And 64% of people say a smile from a stranger is just as good as getting three compliments. One smile, three compliments. I love it. Mm-hmm. You ever go to the grocery store and you're kind of in a crabby <laughs> mood? And then the uh, checkout person is like, hi, how are you today? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, even that. You can't that, help but feel better. Even that, yeah, it can change your mood. And then you feel like you have to go, I'm good. Thank you for asking. How are you? Yeah. Because 
that makes a difference, those interactions. That's nice. That's nice to know that scientists agree. That's why I smile so much. Oh, Oh, Maddie B. All right, I got some uh, random stuff for you. Okay. Um, The terms left wing and right wing. Never heard of them? Well, yeah, and they're being used a whole lot more these days. Yeah, they are. I feel like they're getting thrown around a lot. Yes, they are. Mm -hmm. Um, You ever wonder where they come from? Like, why? What does that mean? Why is right this and left that? Yeah, because uh, it's left liberal, it, right conservative. It's like vaguely political <clears throat> to me because, but I also know that like the what the White House has a West Wing, True. but which is left and right. So and it's obviously conservative liberal, I I assume. But what's up? Yeah, it comes from the French Revolution. Okay, in 1789, people who supported the king sat on the right side of the president. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> people who wanted a revolution sat on the left. That's the origin. Thank you. Oh. Going, oh. going back in history. I know. I just wait for how far back we go on today, lady. So we're going to the 1900s now. Okay. A dictionary that was published in 1900 had a list of, quote unquote, recently introduced words. Mm. You know how we'll do that? Right. Like, hey, new yeah. Merriam-Webster words listed in the dictionary. Like woke or. Right. Exactly. Woke. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so here are some words that were included in the year 1900, okay? And these were new at the time, yeah. Correct. Breaking news. Automobile. <laughs> That's Automobile. So we- That's so weird. Aeroplane. Aero. Aeroplane. Not just plane. Right. Aeroplane. Or airplane. It's hey, aeroplane. Oh, right. yeah. um, electron. <laughs> Garage. That one surprises me. Yeah, me too. Like, but I guess if the car was new, garages weren't a thing either. You know, I mean, it, makes, point. it makes sense. I Absolutely. Mean, before that, it was a stable for your horse. So, right, you know, right. whatever. Um, Loganberry. I don't even know what that is. I don't either. Uh, pasteurize. Mm. Ski. Ski. <laughs> you sounded like you were doing like know, a spelling like, test. Or <laughs> I'm the Google pronunciation. Yeah. Clammy. Ski. Clammy. Clammy. Oh, yeah. Clammy's That's Rocco's favorite show. little button. <clears throat> Taxi. Mm-hmm. And wireless. I am surprised by wireless. Yeah. Why would that be? Didn't they used to call... Whoa, I'm dusting off some neurons here. Uh, didn't they used to call the Marconi the little, like, thing that they... Send out the SOS for the ships from, you know, mm. like we talked about SOS the other day. Wasn't that, didn't that used to be called a wireless? That's what they used to call oh, wireless, okay. was the Marconi that could be. Now, copy thing. Okay. I think. And I don't, Marconi I don't know. invented radio. Yes. So maybe that was an earlier form? I, right. I think that he kind of did the whole waves thing. Oh, man. We need. No, this is good. This, this is, is good. good. We're learning it's... together, everybody. We're mm-hmm. learning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, um, boys and girls. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, I got, you, oh. you want to go deep on that one? Go for sure. it. Sure. I, I was just going to say he was an Italian inventor, an okay. electrical engineer. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And I, he's known for his creation of a practical radio. Okay. So that was probably the earliest form that... Yeah, Marconi Wireless is a thing. I'm, I'm te- yeah, the Marconi Wireless Telegraph Company yes. of America. Wave-based te- mm, telegraph system. They, okay, okay, there you go. Look at that. Yeah, teamwork. Yes, makes the and dream he work. he was Elon Musk and he came from the future. Yes. <laughs> Don. Yes, Don. <laughs> um, how many babies do you think have been born in Disneyland history? At Disneyland. Oh my gosh. 25. Like at Disneyland. At, at Disneyland like, or world? Uh, I'm seeing Disneyland here for this fun fact. All this right. Morning. How uh, many babies over the course of history at Disneyland have oh been born God. at the park? What do you think? 25? Who said that? Uh, no, Don't I'm going to change my answer okay. to nine. Okay. Uh, 13 or 19? Okay. All right. What's the answer? Four. Oh, oh, shoot. I hate it when we overshoot. Me too. Damn it. <laughs> Only four. They were all girls. And, oh. and there's an urban legend that if you have a baby at the park, you get free admission. Well, the baby gets free admission for life. That makes sense. Not true. Oh, that's oh, too come bad. There's four people. Well, yeah, I know. Well, come on, they can afford it. And their siblings. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I, I do remember hearing that. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, if somebody was born at, in McDonald's, you're really not going to give them a burger for the rest of their life. You don't have to give anything they want. How about just a free cheeseburger? Okay. Well, at least for a year. Yeah. yeah. Or set, yeah, the set time or something. Yeah. <sighs> okay, uh, this is for you because you have dual citizenship. Yes. Canada has a lower percentage of people who speak fluent English hmm. than the Netherlands. It's about equal with Denmark and Zimbabwe. Well, I could see that. Because do you speak French? Do you speak French? No, not really. No. I mean, I can kind of sit there and like, if I hear something, I mean, I have to like think it back and sound it out. And then like through context, I can kind of maybe figure out what they're saying. So no. <laughs> so the answer is no. So to answer your question, when I was little, my, uh, my grandma was in the kitchen and I, you know, told her to make eggs by flapping my oh, arms like a chicken. Right. You know? oh. so, okay, that's right. No French. French here. Sorry. Okay. What, what language did you study in like high school? I, I rebelled. I took Spanish. Oh. Okay, good. That looks useful. Anyway, when we come back, we've got some entertainment news. Um, More info on the Matthew Perry autobiography. I think this is one that I am going to have to read. We'll get to that next. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. It's the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. Steve is out. Matt Belanger from Five Eyewitness News is in. Hello. How Hi. are you? Doing well. Thank you for having me. Hello, my talkers. Here we you. go. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Um, everybody by now, I bet, has heard about Matthew Perry, um, star of Friends, uh, has a new book coming out. I believe it comes out on the first, like really soon. And I was a little surprised by this because we're what? 11 days out, 12 yeah. days out. Yeah. 
I would have thought we would have heard about this maybe even a month ago. I didn't yeah, know. Like, where's the lead up promotion here? This is it. All right. Well, here, here we, we go. go. <laughs> um, so in the book, he says he nearly died from his opioid addiction. You know how uh, we just saw the Friends reunion and a lot of people were like, wow, what's going on? He doesn't look on? good. Right. He, he doesn't sound good. Yeah. You know, and then there's always these excuses like, oh, he had dental work or whatever. Um well, he's yeah. opening up about all of this. Um, he was doing, at his worst, he was popping at like a month's worth of pills on a daily basis. Whoa. So every day he's taking like 30, 55 Vicodin. What? I don't even know how, how he survived. Functioning? I don't know how he survived this. He got down to 128 pounds. Yeah. And he said, and that was during Friends. And by season nine, he was sober all the way through. And now he's at the point where he's like, you know what? I'm in a good place. I'm sober. I want to help other people. I want to tell my story. Uh, He seems like he's really being um, really truthful. Yeah. He's gone to rehab 15 times. He almost died. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was on life support um, to keep his heart pumping. He spent half a year in the hospital. Another nine uh, months, he was wearing a colostomy bag. And uh, he said, the doctors told my family I had a 2% chance to live. Wow, 2%. Wow. He was put on a thing called an ECMO machine. Mm -hmm. Um, Quote, unquote, a Hail Mary. And um, so this is this is going to be, I think, a really it sounds like it's going to be a really good book if he's opening up to this extent and being honest. Oh, for sure. And you you know that when you when you're faced with that kind of a a reality check in your life, I mean, he he's he's saying, you know, why was I the one who survived? Why was I the 2%? I mean, you right. can't help but ask yourself those questions. What, what, you know, why, what is my purpose? You know, it brings a whole new light to why am I here? What am I yes, doing? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And he's saying that with that Hail Mary, the ECMO machine, he says it does all the breathing for your heart and lungs and no one survives that. So you're right. I mean, how do you not try to make a difference at this point when yeah. you're like, why am I still here? It just changes you. I what, mean, no matter what, it changes you. Do you know what I want to know? I want to know, and I don't know, Dawn, maybe you heard a little bit more about this story, but I want to know what led him to that addiction, mm. that Vicodin. Was it chronic pain? Right. Was it he just needed... I don't know. That's what's I, I don't know the answer to that, which is what I asked this morning. That's why I want to read it. Yeah. You know, um, I actually in when I lived in Texas, my boyfriend was um, a PA on a movie he was in. He was a PA and also part of the art department on a movie called Serving Sarah. OK. And yeah. um, so they had to stop production because he was staying up all night with the crew uh, drinking gaming like playing video games like he's a super nice guy to crew members he wants to hang out and have fun but then he wasn't showing up on the set until like 3 p.m and so they had to stop production and uh the other star was elizabeth hurley and she was so mad i visited the set a couple of times and she was like where is he i mean it was bad so then they had to stop and take a breather the director was like we need to um 
come back in six months and get him in rehab. Wow. And I then, mean, yeah. The fact that they kept him on the production. Yes. There's got to be some kind of. She was very mad because they had to go shoot in L.A. after that. <sighs> and they had to move the production. So all the people. Where lost was it originally? In, te- in Dallas. Oh, OK. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just I don't like personally speaking. I would never think I'm irreplaceable. I think that's a really dangerous thing, but maybe he had some safeguards in place where they couldn't fire him, um, you know, because right. of a con- contractually. It just was such a, um, yeah, it, it was such a bittersweet thing because they were all so excited to hang out with him, the crew, but they just were like, they felt bad because they're like, he's so nice, but he's destroying himself. Like, are we participate? Are we helping him do this? Like, oh, man. And then they lost their jobs. It was, uh, yeah. Anyway, I won't go on about that. But, yeah, they, on a personal, (laughs) up close detail, my my boyfriend saw him sort of unravel. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he'd tell me stories. It was like, oh, no. He couldn't remember his lines. And he was, oh. He he does credit his friends on cast members for sticking with him. He Mm. said, like, penguins. This is a quote. He says, penguins in nature, when one is sick or when one is very injured, the other penguins surround it and prop it up. They walk around it until that penguin can walk on its own. And that's kind of what the cast did for me. Oh, that's so sweet. You know, I'm glad to hear that because when I watched that Friends reunion, I kind of felt like they were a little distant from him mm. mm-hmm. yeah they weren't unsupportive they were just kind of almost seemed like they were trying to stay away from that they were trying to protect him yeah. a little bit by not having him speak as much and, right you know well, perhaps yeah, yeah 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 so he says um he's a pretty healthy guy right now and that's why he finally wrote the book he wanted to share um when he was safe from going into the dark side of everything again so mm-hmm. he's in a pretty good place and he's not saying how long he's been sober, only that he's a pretty healthy guy right now and he needs to go to the gym a little more. <laughs> well, good for him for feeling em- empowered to yeah. be able to kind of grab the reins of his own story yeah. and, and open up about it in this very public way. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that that is that is good. And, and sometimes I, you have to do it on your own terms when you're yeah. in the in a place for being honest. Exactly. Yeah, because, you know, all the tabloids, you're not going to address no, that. Mess, they, don't they, mess with that. You know, but he, he was doing enough drugs to put a hole in his colon. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's wow. the last thing I would have thought. I no. would have thought, you know, his Years organs of, of yeah. That sounds, you know, like liver and kidneys. Sounds and, like it's going to be worth it. Yeah, friends, lovers, and the big terrible thing. Uh, look for that on November 1st. Okay. okay. Mm, thank you. Now on to... Horror fans. Horror. Horror fans. Uh, They have started a petition to remake Halloween Ends. Okay. This is brand new, right? Yeah, people don't like it. What? Um, The people who hated it really, really hated it. Um, (laughs) Is this, this is already aired then, right? Yeah, Yeah. this is out. You can actually watch watch it on (laughs) Peacock Plus, I think. Huh. And the thing that shocks me about this is like, come on, folks. Like, is this what we've become as a society where like every time you don't want, you don't like something, you're like, you know, we should just redo this. This is not, I I don't like it. It seems like, um, 
one of the haters started a petition. And this isn't going to go What's anywhere. What's wrong with it? Calling <laughs> on the filmmakers to start again and make a better movie. It says, we love this franchise wholeheartedly. And this version of a Halloween movie left us sad, mad, disappointed, and Please. infuriated. Ugh. Please give us a movie that shows us what Halloween is really about. Please write this wrong. We beg of you. Ay, ay, ay. Um, these things don't normally work, no, so I wouldn't not... even worry about it. But um, didn't they try to do this with Game of Thrones, Dawn? Yeah, they didn't like the final, which I didn't like the final season either. Really? But um, yeah, it's like, that's not going to happen. Oh. I mean, it's just, it's so stupid because they spend so much money, millions of dollars making it the first time. They're not going to service the fans just because some people don't like it. Right. I felt like the writers, because they had gotten the gig of... Um, writing a Star Wars film mm-hmm. that oh, they right. had moved on mentally to I do that. about that. It's actually the last couple of seasons. They were already plotting their Star Wars movie. That's just what everybody thinks. Okay. Um, that that franchise is done, right? There's no more Game of Thrones. Oh, no. It's House of Dragon is on um, right now. That's the so prequel. So that's a prequel. With okay. the Targaryen Is family. it good? Um, I don't watch it because I don't have HBO Max right now. But okay. I will whenever I decide to. Okay. Switch yeah. out some of my streaming. <laughs> yeah. Or get on other people's. Yeah. Yeah. You got. You have to negotiate with friends. You know, like, hey, I'll give you this if you give me that. Mm. You know, I'll put you on my Costco membership if you put me on your Netflix. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. That's what on I that. do. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we we'll, we'll probably start a petition about that later. <laughs> uh, anyway, Join um, us. we are coming back with if you see something, say something. What do you got? <laughs> You're not going to believe what happened in Japan. So, you know, we, there, we have landmarks all across our wonderful country and things like that. Uh, this is an odd one, but someone backed over it. I'll, t- I'll tell you about oh, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, you know, not putting your car in park or doing the right thing. Sorry, oh, Donna. I'm Too sorry. soon? Too soon. Yeah. It's fine. We'll be right back. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. He is somewhere in California. I think Burbank. Burbank. Uh, working on his show, Ring Nation, with Wanda Sykes. So he'll be back someday. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's okay. We got, we're in good hands with Maddie someday. B. It's fluid. <laughs> it's very it's situation. It's a fluid it's situation. Fluid. Yeah. Exactly. Dawn McLean is here, too. Uh, Dawn, you're going to be on TV today. I'm actually taping something that'll be aired on Halloween with Jason. On oh, the Jason good. Show. Oh, cool. Yes, Fun. Yes. Yep. Uh, we still have tickets available to the event at the Lexington this weekend. Sunday is not sold out, I don't believe. So uh, go to Eventbrite and then type in the Lexington Restaurant and Ooh. you'll see Paranormal cocktail party that's the twin cities paranormal society yearly event where we show all of our evidence that we got over the year so and including the lexington new evidence we have which is really good the really spirit box yes. or whatever you call I it did, right? i have one right here what yeah wow, she's you, holding it you brought that thing in the building um i actually this is i have a whole modification that i made that i'll i'll show you during the commercial oh. break oh, that oh, I, I crafted myself oh. i engineered <laughs> i just need adam to give me three AAA batteries because these are dead. <laughs> oh, we can, we I can wish I knew that. that. I would have brought Take you some. some, out of some I have a whole case of here. them. There's a lot of stuff around here we don't need. So we exactly. Don't <laughs> anyway, sorry to go on about my own. No, that's no, awesome. That's, that's awesome. Right Everybody go see. That sounds like a really fun event. Oh, it is. Oh. Really and her fun. evidence, she told me about that. Uh, they, you, you weren't here this week. And um, it's it's like, do, 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 
food. Like, it's good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. I want to hear all about it. But in the meantime, (sighs) back to the show. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Of fluid situations, let's talk about Japan's oldest toilet. Oh, <laughs> you think you're having a bad day? How, <laughs> how would you like to be the conservation worker who accidentally <gasps> flipped his little car in reverse oh. and backed into the building what? housing Japan's oldest, approximately 600 year old wooden communal toilet? <laughs> it's flattened. It's it's no better. How old? Six hundred years. I wonder what that looks like. Well, it's you can't because it's gone. I mean, sure there are photos oh, of it. Oh gosh, before. this is like the time that <laughs> Ming Dynasty chair was sat on by somebody and broken. <laughs> I think that was in Minneapolis, actually. Oh no. Um. Hmm. A photo of the aftermath shows splintered pieces of wood strewn across the floor of the building in the uh, former ancient capital where the toilet was built at the temple. In the first half of the something something period between 1336, 1336 wow. and fifteen seventy three, the toilet officials said is a is a historical artifact. So naturally, we are very sad that it's been damaged. Oh man, <laughs> poor, poor guy. That poor guy is having a bad day. Oh man. Well, All right. Well, I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Well. <laughs> there are more modern options. You know, more I'm modern just thinking toilets. that year, wouldn't it just be a hole in the ground? It's <laughs> basically like a, yeah, I mean, you know, probably just like one of those old-fashioned outhouses. Kind of. I mean, it was, a, it's, it's, it was wooden, you know. Okay. Uh, and it could uh, only be used by up to 40 people at a time. Hmm. So it's a bunch of t- holes. I guess so. I'm just, this, is, this is weird. But all I know is okay. the guy backed over it. <laughs> Oh, and it man. is no more. Kind of no. like me this morning. No, you just uh, you had a love tap. I'm just, That's different. I am so glad that I didn't tap into a car and I tapped into a guardrail. That's right. You yeah. have to always see the positive. Thank you, John. <laughs> thank Something you, bad John. happens. I'm like, oh, thank God I didn't run into someone else's car. I right. Just, I just tore my mirror off. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it is. Guys, I'm look. I'm getting it now. Oh, okay. It is like a big, it's a big room with a bunch of holes in the ground. See, I'm envisioning like a little like wooden like, you know, seat. And it's, it actually is like a... A hole in the ground. But, so but it's like it. multiple. So like, here's the car and then it busted through the door, but there's, see the holes over here? They're just basic holes. Well, that's, you know, what you want from 600 years ago. Anyway, sorry. That's what they mean by multiple people yeah. using it at once. Now I get it. All they were right. just glad to not be going in a field at that point. I know. Guys, sometimes I'm slow. No. Stop. A little bit. I mean, no. sometimes I'm like, I mean, just listen to the College of Pop Culture coming up next hour and you'll know well, what I'm talking about. I, I have about. to say, <laughs> Rocco's questions are very hard most days. Because they follow his brain. Yes. Yes. Instead of doing like so everyone can play along. Right. He makes them how his brain works and, instead of how most people's brain works. my brain is exactly the polar opposite of Rocco's brain. Like they could not get farther apart. And yeah. you've been up since what time? That's true. Okay. Give yourself a break. Yeah. And I don't like the timer. What no, timer? nobody It makes does. me scared and I freeze up. 
I actually was Googling this morning, why am I terrible at trivia? <laughs> I did, because I'm having like PTSD, because every day I'm like, pass, 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 give Donna the point. Yeah. I don't, I'm with Dawn. Like, if I could sit here and talk it out, and be like, okay, let me think about this. Yeah. That came out in 1999, and so and so was already on the scene. Like, if yeah. I can have the time, I'd be better at Millionaire than I would at yes. Jeopardy. This countdown clock thing that he's got going. Anyway. Yeah. If he I were on Jeopardy, it. I would hit the button before anyone else and then not and have then the not answer. Know the Same. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, I didn't know this was going to come to me. Um, Sometimes that uh, happens Teddy here Bears? too. Yeah, exactly. Teddy bears. Uh, Okay, the convenience store chain Circle K Mm. has made history by signing a deal with Green Thumb Industries, which is one of the largest cannabis producers in the U.S. And if everything goes according to plan, um, 10 Circle K stores in Florida will be licensed to sell marijuana. Weed is coming to U.S. gas stations, my friends. Uh, This is a big deal because until now, legal marijuana has only been available in standalone dispensaries. Mm -hmm. But after this new arrangement gets rolling, some customers in Florida Florida will be able to buy weed Alongside their sodas and chips and lottery tickets. Unbelievable. They're going to have to really pass some no loitering laws. Like, you can't light it up right outside the convenience store because I wouldn't want to work there. I'm sorry. It's smelly. It would would cause people to congregate. And And Florida's the worst place to start this program, if you ask me. No. Oh, everyone knows that. A Florida man, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever played that game, Matt? I mean, what? That's where all the silly crimes come from. Have you ever played the game, though? No, I don't know. So, uh, give me your birth date. Ooh, okay. Oh, Uh, I've never heard this. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, this is fun. Uh, My birthday is June 6th. It's D-Day. June 6th. I know. uh, Florida. Man. You You type in your birthday and then a Florida man. Let's get you a story. Uh, Florida man charged with pouring ketchup on girlfriend. Florida man arrested what? after floating away on a stolen jet ski. Uh, let's see. Florida, Florida man, man throws allegedly, a baby. <laughs> allegedly stole pool floats from homes to stop what? himself from. Oh, that one's bad. I'm not going to I have that one. one. Throws a baby at deputies after a high speed chase. This is incredible. Yeah. Florida man. Yes. Yes. Florida man threw his two month old baby. That's the one you just oh, read. Oh, no. Uh, Florida man 77 punches friend 84 in the face during (laughs) round of golf at the villages. Oh no, over golf! (laughs) Oh god, (laughs) and they're like in their 70s and 80s. Oh Oh, man, um, yeah, I heard uh, Colleen and Bradley doing this uh, one day, and I had heard of of it and I forgot about it. And I'm like, yeah, we need to play that. Well, that's hard evidence as to why Florida is a bad place to try this out. Thank you. Right. Do it oh. in Vermont. Right. Do it somewhere, you know, respectable. Connecticut, Connecticut is good. Yeah. I maybe stay away from Massachusetts. So I could get sketchy. Oh, I don't want, this is, yeah, no, I don't want to ask you a follow-up. But, uh, you know, the gummies, the Delta 9 gummies are here in our state. I, I don't mean, know the difference that? between Delta, Delta 8 nine. and the Delta 9s. What's the well, difference between the two? Well, it, I didn't know anything about Delta. Oh, Delta. Oh, yeah, you could, you could just go to the mall and get those. It's hemp-derived uh, THC. So, but it doesn't get you high. No, it does. 
It does? Yeah. These Delta 9 products that are like gummies and whatever's and some drinks too. There are drinks that have it in there. Yeah. Um, this is, it, it's hemp derived. That's the law in Minnesota. So it has to come from hemp, but it does, it's, it, it does contain the ability yeah. to make you feel oh, high. There's a place I, I think in drink in, uh, Switzerland. <laughs> a vending machine. I'll put up some pictures of me trying it on Twitter. Was it awesome. good? I think it has a weird taste. I don't know. It just didn't. Well, it probably tastes high. like pot. <laughs> you know, it's probably going to taste like grassy and yeah, all I don't that. Oh, I don't know. It, it didn't make me high. There is a. Um, I think there's there's Delta Eight places all over the place. Yeah. You could go to Ridgedale Mall and there's a place. Yeah, people. Uh, yeah, people say. And they it get you funny. high. Yes, they can. I yeah, mean, like yeah, mildly. I'm sorry. I'm mildly. so stupid. And no, it's no. no, it's it kind of was a surprise that it ended up here in our state. Okay. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I don't know how we got there. Oh, Florida. Neither man. does the legislature. Oh, there you oh. go. Uh, hey, you guys, when we come back, bye, Dawn. Thank bye. you so much. Um, uh, Post Malone injured himself again on stage. We've got that and more coming up next on My Talk 1071. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 